0: Going on, case Nation. Your boy Kendrick, with the Dreadlock Blur, here back with some more Dreadlock Blur Talk. Um, I originally was just gonna do an audio of this for the podcast, but I figured it's been a while since I've done a video, so I figured I might as well turn this into a video. Um, before I begin, please make sure you like, share, and subscribe to the channel. If you are listening to the podcast of this, please make sure you are following the Dreadlock Blur Talk Podcast to know when I put up another podcast stream up for listening. I can be found on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and a couple others, but mainly on Anchor is where you can find me as far as podcasts. Um, I am slowly spreading myself to SoundCloud.
1: um, Two of
0: my podcasts are already up there, so feel free to give those a listen. Um, I'll eventually be uploading more podcasts to SoundCloud, so be on the lookout for that. All that being said, everything as far as my social media is in the description box below, so you can find
1: me there. So if any time you want to suggest something that you want me to talk about on Dreadlock Bird Talk or just any other video that you
0: might want me to talk about or podcast idea you want me to talk about, feel free to send it to me. You know, I'm on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, uh, Discord. I'm, I'm practically all over the place, so feel free. To share your suggestions on anything you would like for me to discuss, all right. But um, all that being said, we're just gonna get right into the main topic of discussion. And as you can tell by what I'm getting ready to talk about, you know exactly where this is going. Um, there, there is another pandemic going on during this crisis that we're
1: going through right now. In fact, this pandemic has been going on a lot longer than Big Covid. Um, the the number of cases or documented and undocumented of human trafficking of kids, sex trafficking of minors um pedophilia uh against um minors and things like that have been running rampant for probably
0: even way before I was born i'm thirty six years old and this probably been happening way before that um this pandemic is extremely extremely detrimental extremely dangerous, and unfortunately is extremely not talked about enough. I mean it's talked about a lot now only because people have time. you know this pandemic has forced people to practically stay inside or, or limit the where they go up until recently. so people had enough time to sit behind their sit on their phones or sit behind their keyboards and bring a lot of these situations to light and a lot of it isn't really just them
1: a lot of it stems from what's been dropping in the news that's been a big part of it so i'm
0: i'm gonna tell you right now as a person who spends a lot of time around kids i'm a karate teacher and i work for the
1: school system i'm around them a lot plus i got a niece and i have a nephew i'm around kids quite quite often. So.
0: When I look at situations like this with the sex trafficking of minors, um, child molestation and
1: child, you know, child abuse at the hands of, you know, pedophiles known and unknown, it
0: really, it, it really strikes a big nerve with me and a lot of the other people that I know. Um, the hashtag going on right now is save our children and that's I know, that's probably something that should have been happening a long time ago but again people have time now so it's really been it's really being brought to light and in light of recent revelations and arrests and quote unquote suicides um, this, this thing is really exploding But unfortunately, the mainstream media isn't covering it. They are too wrapped up in things dealing with big COVID, mainly the election, you know, Donald Trump and Joe Biden. And it's being greatly overshadowed by the mainstream media. And I guess I can kind of understand why, because, and I've been saying this for months now, the extent to which this whole I can't even call it a conspiracy. The extent to which this whole child trafficking, pedophilia ring, um, child sex ring has been going is it, it goes high. It goes high. It stinks to high heaven. I'm trying to tell you right now. It stinks to high heaven. It goes up to the highest officials in not even just government in the United States, but you know governments and monarchies all over the world. This thing is like what is it epidemic the worse than a pandemic is that what it is um correct me if i'm wrong folks but this goes way above than just being a pandemic i use a pandemic term because this was the biggest things happening right now but this is the biggest thing to really not go not go go not talked about I should say that this is the biggest thing that has been going and not being talked about. Yeah, it's been mentioned here and there. There have been a few keys that have been brought to light. But other than that, this goes way deeper, way deeper than a lot of people really have, really have knowledge of. One um, of the main proponents of why this thing has really been brought to light and one of the reasons why I really decided not to talk about this was the arrest of Ghislaine Maxwell. I believe I'm saying that right. Um, For those of you who don't know, Ghislaine Maxwell was a British socialite known for her association with financier and convicted sex offender, Mr. Jeffrey Epstein. In 2020, she was charged with the crimes of enticement of minors and sex trafficking of children. Now, again, she's the known associate. Uh, I say cohort, accomplice, all all of the above when it comes to Jeffrey Epstein. Again, of those of you who don't really know or never really looked into or never watched a Netflix some series on Jeffrey Epstein, Jeffrey Epstein is an American financier and convicted sex offender. Sex offender. I said sex offender. He developed an elite social circle and procured many women, including underage girls who were then sexually abused by Epstein and some of his contacts. Again, to high heaven. And if you guys have been following this thing, then you know that the list of names Connected to not only to Glenn Maxwell, but Jeffrey Epstein is really high up there in the social hierarchy. Like real prominent names that have been listed up there. I'm not going to jump into those names right now. Actually, you know what? I will. I will jump into those names right now because um, one of the things I've been waiting on since the arrest of Glenn Maxwell is I've been waiting, waiting for her to name names. I've been waiting for her to drop the dime on uh, all those who have been who have been associated with Jeffrey Epstein and Miguel A. Maxwell those who have been in contact you know taking trips to his private island i believe it's called i believe they've nicknamed it pedophile island pedophile island sex island things like that um Jeffrey Epstein had his own private island where he would host a lot of these depraved parties and stuff with high figures political entertainment figures and the like to just come and engage in this debauchery.
1: Um, the list of names I'm getting to run off um could vary. Um are for the most part, I'm gonna. I mean, I know I'm not supposed to do this, but I'm gonna assume have been deemed legit.
0: Because I mean the truth of the matter is situations like this, State we've made jokes about it, unfortunately, which we should not be doing. We've made jokes about it. We've It's been satirized in different TV shows and movies. Um, Hell, Law & Order SVU is the main show that covers a lot of this stuff. Um, It's been written into so many different creative outlets. I mean, it's almost to the point where it's like you can't sit here and deny that it doesn't exist. I mean, for us to really sit here and say that things like this aren't as big as we think it is, We're deluding ourselves. We are completely deluding ourselves of what exactly is happening. So the names I'm going to read the list off are some names that have been dropped by Glenn Maxwell after the records have been released. Um, A lot of these people I've never even heard of, but I'm pretty sure some of you have, depending on where you're listening from. Um, I mean, let's just get into it. Democratic Illinois State Representative Keith Farnham has resigned and was charged with possession of child pornography and has been accused of bragging at... Bragging about an online on an online site about sexually molesting a six-year-old girl, Democratic spokesperson of the Arkansas Democratic Party Harold Moody Jr. was charged with distribution and possession of child pornography. Democratic Radnor Town Ta- Democratic Radnor Township Board of Commissioners reporter Philip R. resigned from his position after being charged with possession of child pornography and abusing children between two and six years old. Two and six years old, like h- h- how? How, how, how? Democratic activist and Black Lives Matter organizer Charles Wade was arrested and charged with human trafficking and underage prostitution. Democratic Texas attorney and activist Mark Benavides, I don't know if I'm saying all right, right, was charged with having sex with a minor, including a child under 18 to have sex and compelling prostitution of at least nine legal clients in possession of child pornography. He was found guilty on six counts of sex trafficking. Democratic Virginia delegate Joe Morrissey was indicted on charges connected to his relationship with a 17-year-old girl and was charged with supervisory indecent liberties with a minor. Electronic solicitation of a minor, possession of child pornography, and distribution of child pornography. You'll you'll, you'll also know that child pornography is also a big, is also a big freaking deal. Like, and usually it's a lot of people that are in high positions that usually get away with this. That usually get away with this. Um... Democratic Massachusetts congressman um Jerry no Gary Studs I believe I'm saying that right or Jerry Studs was censured by the House of Representatives after he admitted to an inappropriate relationship with a 17-year-old girl Democratic former mayor of Stillwater, New York, Rick Nelson, was pled guilty of five counts of possession of child pornography of children less than 16 years of age. Democratic former mayor of Clayton, New York, Dale Kenyon, was indicted for sexual acts against a teenager. Democratic former mayor of Hubbard, Ohio, Richard Keenan, was given a life sentence in jail for raping a four-year-old girl. If he's not dead yet, I'd be extremely surprised. Democratic former mayor of Winston, Oregon, Kenneth Barrett, was arrested for setting up a meeting to have sex with a 14-year-old girl who turned out to be a police officer. Sounds like to catch a predator to me. Democratic former mayor of Randolph, Nebraska, Dwayne L. Shoot, was arrested and charged with four counts of felony, third-degree sexual assault of a child, and one count of intentional child abuse. Democratic former mayor of Dawson, Georgia, Christopher Wright was indicted on the charges of aggravated child molestation, aggravated sodomy, rape, child molestation, and statutory rape of an 11-year-old boy and a 12-year-old girl. Democratic former mayor of Stockton, California, Anthony Silva, was charged with providing alcohol to young adults during a game of strip poker that included a 16-year-old boy at a camp for underprivileged children run by the mayor. Democratic former mayor of Millbrook, New York, Donald Briggs, was arrested and charged with inappropriate sexual conduct with a person younger than 17. Democratic Party leader for Victory County, Texas, Stephen Jabbar, pled guilty to possession and receiving half a million child pornographic images. You, 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 you're seeing this now. You're seeing the pattern now, people. Democratic activist and fundraiser Terrence Bean was arrested on charges of sodomy and sex abuse in a case involving a 15-year-old boy. And when the alleged victim declined to testify, the justice missed the case. We're going to talk about that those situations in a minute. Democratic Party Chairman for Davidson County, Tennessee, Rodney Mullen, resigned amid child pornography allegations. Democratic activist Andrew Douglas Reed pled guilty to multiple counts of second-degree sexual exploitation of a minor for producing child pornography. Democratic official from Terre Haute, Indiana, David Roberts, was sentenced to federal prison for producing and possessing child pornography, including placing hidden cameras in the bedrooms and bathrooms at a home he shared with two minor victims. Democratic California Congressman Tony Cardenas is being sued for in L.A. County for allegedly sexually abusing a 16-year-old girl. Democratic aide to Senator Barbara Boxing, Jeff Rosado, pled guilty to charges of trading in, ch- trading in ch- pornography. Democratic Alaskan State Representative Dean Westlake resigned from his seat after the media published a report alleging he fathered a child with a 16-year-old girl when he was 28. New Jersey, Democratic New Jersey State Assemblyman Neil Cohen was convicted of possession and distribution of child pornography. Republican Tim Nolan, chairman of Donald Trump's presidential campaign in Kentucky, pled guilty to child sex trafficking and on February 11, 2018, he was sentenced to serve 20 years in prison. Republican Senator Ralph Shorty was indicted on four counts of human trafficking and child pornography. In November 2007, he pled guilty to one count of t- child sex trafficking in exchange for the dropping of other charges. Republican Republican anti-abortion activist Howard Scott Heldreth is a convicted child rapist in Florida. Wow. Republican County Commissioner David Schwartz pled guilty to molesting two girls under the age of 11 and was sentenced to eight years in prison. Republican Judge Mark Pizuhnik pled, pled, pled guilty no pleaded, pleaded no contest to following a 10 year old girl and was sentenced to 10 years probation. Jesus Christ. Republican anti abortion activist Nicholas Morrissey pled guilty to possessing child pornography on his computer and offering a bounty to anyone who murders an abortion doctor. Wow. Wow. Okay. Republican legislator Edison Misla Al. Um, Aldorondo was sentenced to 10 years in prison for raping his daughter between the ages of 9 and 17. Republican Mayor Philip Gordano is serving a 37-year sentence in federal prison for sexually abusing 8 and 10-year-old girls. Oh my God, I told you the high heaven, folks. Republican campaign consultant Tom Shortridge was sentenced to three years probation for taking new photographs of a 15-year-old girl. Republican Senator Strom Thurmond, I've n- I know that name wholeheartedly. A notable racist had sex with a 15-year-old black girl, which produced a child. Strom Thurmond, I remember, I remember that name. I totally
1: remember that name. In fact, now I gotta look him up. Excuse me for a second, guys. I, I remember. Yep, 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 yep. He he looks like the devil.
0: So. Republican Pastor Mike Hintz, whom George W. Bush commended during the 2004 presidential campaign, surrendered to police after admitting to it a sexual affair with a female juvenile. Republican legislator, legislator Peter Dibble pleaded no contest to having an inappropriate relationship with a 13-year-old girl. Republican Congressman Donald Buzz Luckens was found guilty of having sex with a female minor and sentenced to one month in jail. Wow. Republican fundraiser Richard A. Delgado was found guilty of child porn charges and paying two teenage girls to pose for sexual photos. Republican activist Mark A. Grethin convicted on six counts of sex crimes involving children. (laughs) This is not over yet, folks. It's not over. Republican activist Randall David Icandy pleaded guilty to attempted sexual assault on a child. Republican Congressman Dan Crane had sex with a female minor working as a congressional page. Republican... Activist and Christian coalition leader, Beverly, Beverly Russell, in, admitted to an incestuous relationship with his stepdaughter. Wow. Republican congressman and anti-gay activist Rob Bauman was charged with having sex with a 16-year-old boy he picked up at a gay bar. Hmm. It's, it's oftentimes a lot of those types. Um, a lot of those closeted ones that really get involved with these things. Republican Committee Chairman Jeffrey Patty was arrested for distributing a video clip of a his five-year-old girl
1: being What the fuck? So, sorry for the language, but a five-year-old girl being raped. Republican activist Marty Clickman,
0: a.k.a. Republican Marty, was taken into custody by Florida police on four counts of unlawful sexual activity with an underage girl and one count of delivering the drug LSD. Oh, <sighs> man. Republican legislative aide Howard L. Brooks was charged with molesting a 12-year-old boy and possessing child pornography. Republican Senate candidate John Hathaway was accused of having sex with his 12-year-old babysitter and withdrew his candidacy after the allegations were reported in the media. Republican preacher Stephen White, who demanded a return to traditional values, was sentenced to jail after offering $20 to a 14-year-old boy for permission to perform oral sex on him. Republican talk show host John Matthews pled guilty to exposing his genitals to an 11-year-old girl. Republican anti-gay activist Earl Butch Kimberling was sentenced to 40 years in prison for molesting an 8-year-old girl
1: after he attempted to stop a gay couple from adopting her. Wow. 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 What the hell? Republican Party leader Paul Ingram pleaded guilty to six counts of raping his daughters and served 14
0: years in federal prison. Republican Election Board official Kevin Cohen was sentenced to two years probation for soliciting sex over the internet from a 14-year-old girl. Republican politician Andrew Burr was charged with two counts of first-degree sodomy with a 13-year-old boy. Republican politician Keith Westmoreland was arrested on seven felony
1: counts of lewd and lascivious exhibition to girls under the age of 16. Republican anti-abortion activist John
0: Allen Burt was charged with sexual misconduct involving a 15-year-old girl. Republican County Councilman Keola Childs pled guilty to molesting a male child. Republican activist John Butler was charged with criminal sexual assault on a teenage girl. Republican candidate Richard Gardner admitted to molesting his 2 daughters. Republican Councilman and former Marine Jack W. Gardner was convicted of molesting a 13-year-old girl. Republican County Commissioner Merrill Mayor of Robert Barter pleaded, pleaded guilty to unlawful sexual conduct again and assault against on a teenage boy. Republican City Councilman Fred C. Smeltzer, Jr., pled no contest to raping a 15-year-old girl and served six months in prison. Republican activist Parker J. Benner pled guilty to position of child pornography on his home computer and was sentenced to 30 months in a federal prison and, fi- and fined $18,000. Republican Parole Board Officer and former Colorado State Corrective Former Colorado State Representative Larry Jack Schwartz was fired after child pornography was found in his possession. Republican strategist and Citadel Middle, military, school, military, military College graduate Robin Vanderwall was convicted in Virginia on five counts of soliciting sex from boys and girls over the Internet. Republican... Oh, boy. Oh, man. Uh, we're almost done, folks. Republican City Councilman Mark Harris was described as a good military man and churchgoer. Wu was convicted of repeatedly having sex with an 11-year-old girl and sentenced to 12 years in prison. Republican businessman and Republican businessman John Grun- Grunseth withdrew his candidacy from Minnesota governor after allegations surfaced that he went swimming in a nude in the nude with four underage girls, including his daughter. Wow. Republican director of the Young Republican Federation Nicholas Elizondo molested his six-year-old daughter and was sentenced to six years in prison. Republican benefactor of conservative Christian groups Richard A. Desen Sr. was charged with rape for allegedly paying a 15-year-old girl for sex. son, 62, who is married with grown children and several grandchildren, has allegedly told police that over the past decade he paid more than $1 million to have sex with a large number of young women. Uh, Of course, Democratic donor and billionaire Jeffrey Epstein ran an underage child sex brothel and was convicted of soliciting underage girls for prostitution. We're going to really get into that in a minute. Democratic New York Congressman Anthony Weider pled guilty to transferring obscene material to a minor as part of a plea agreement for sexting and sending Twitter DMs to underage girls as young as 14. I remember that. Democratic donor activist and Hollywood producer, oh, you know him, R.V. Weinstein is being criminally prosecuted and civilly sued for years of sexual abuse. That was was a well-known secret in Hollywood, including underage sexual activities for aspiring female actresses. Democratic activist and Me Too proponent Asia Argento, I've heard that name before, settled a lawsuit for sexual harassment stemming from sexual activities with an underage actor. Democratic mayor of Ransom, Miss Quonson Ranson, Wisconsin, Gary Becker was convicted of attempted child seduction, child pornography, and other s- child sex crimes. Democratic Seattle Mayor Ed Murray resigned on multiple accusations of child sexual abuse. We were levied against him, including by family members. Democratic activist in aid to New York City Mayor Bill Mayor de Blasio. Jacob Schwartz was arrested on possession of 3,000-plus child pornographic images. Democratic activist and actor Russell Simmons was sued based on an allegation of sexual assault, where he coerced an underage model for sex. Democratic, democratic, said, no. Um, democratic, active, nope. Democratic governor of Oregon, Neil Goldschmidt, after being caught by a newspaper publicly admitted to having a past sexual relationship with a 13-year-old girl. After the statute of limitations on the rape charges were expired, hmm, convenient. Democratic Illinois. Congressman Mel Reynolds resigned from Congress after he was convicted of statutory rape of a 16-year-old campaign volunteer. Democratic New York Congressman Fred Richman was arrested in Washington, D.C. for a soliciting sex from a 16-year-old boy. Democratic activist, donor, and director Roman Polanski, you know him very well, fled the country after pleading guilty to statutory rape of a 13-year-old girl. Democrats and Hollywood actors still defend him to this day, which is really interesting. Really interesting. Actors include Whoopi Goldberg, Martin Scorsese, Woody Allen. He's one to talk. David Lynch, Wim Wenders, Pedro Almodovar, Tilda Swinton, and Monica Bellucci. Democratic State Senator from Alaska, George Jacko, was found guilty of sexual harassment of an underage legislative page. Democratic State Representative Candidate for Colorado, Andrew Myers, was convicted for possession of child pornography and enticing children. Democratic Illinois Congressman Gus Savage, was investigated by the Democratic-controlled House Committee on Ethics for attempting to rape an underage female Peace Corps volunteer in Zaire. The committee concluded that while the events did occur, his apology was sufficient and took no further action. Democratic activist, donor, and spokesperson for Subway, Jared Fogle, was convicted of distribution and receipt of child pornography and traveling to engage in illicit sexual conduct with a minor. Democratic State Department official Carl Carl Carey, under Hillary Clinton State Department, was arrested on 10 counts of child porn possession. Democratic Maine Assistant Attorney General James Cameron was sentenced to just over 15 years in federal prison for seven counts of child porn possession, receipt and transmission. Democratic State Department official Daniel Rosen, under Hillary Clinton State Department, was charged and was arrested and charged with allegedly soliciting sex from a minor over the Internet. Democratic State Department official James Cafferty pled guilty to one count of transportation of child pornography. Democratic radio host Bernie Ward pled guilty to one count of sending child pornography over the internet. Democratic Deputy Attorney General from California Raymond Liddy was arrested for possession of child pornography. Those are just a literally a fraction of the names of individuals involved with this travesty. Of events. Again, I've been telling people for a long time, this stinks to high of heaven, and this is the point I was trying to make. A lot of these people with high positions of power, like these
1: film producers, these politicians, they, they go above and beyond to sate their sexual desires,
0: and unfortunately a lot of them end up with slaps on the wrist or just minor jail time. Yeah, I know 30 years seems like a long time, but we're talking federal prison you know, club fed.
1: So they're not really hurting right now. It's it's crazy to think about. And, you know, I've heard of, I heard a few people, you know, praise Trump on his attempts to drain the swamp. Th- th- this, this goes deeper than just the swamp. We're talking about, we're talking about a whole ocean of child predators here like sexual predators, sexual deviants. It's a whole ocean.
0: It's not even—it's not just a swamp anymore. It's a whole ocean. There's a lot of these guys that are out here that are getting away with this stuff, almost getting away with this stuff, and no, nothing really serious is happening to these people. I remember one of my other friends posted up on Facebook saying that drug dealers, anyone involved with drugs, they get more time in prison than people who, like, than rapists and child molesters and child rapists You know, they get more time than that. And it's crazy when you think about that. It's crazy to think that in 2020, still in this day and age, people who commit violations against minors, you know, like to the point where it also, depending on the age of the minor, it turns into mutilation of their internal organs, you know, the loss of innocence, you know, things like that. They get less time than a person who happened to sell a product that may or may have not have killed someone? You know, people in jail for the possession of you know. I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong. Drugs are extremely bad, but you have a choice with drugs. You can either choose to make. You can either choose to take drugs or not take them. You can choose to sell drugs and not sell them. It's as simple as that when it comes to drugs, and I'm not trying to put drugs in the minority category because drugs are extremely bad. But again, you have a choice. If people want to get high, they're going to get high. It's as simple as that. Nobody asked to be raped. Nobody asked to be sexually molested, sexually assaulted, especially a minor.
1: They didn't ask for that. And if you're the type of person that would take advantage of the innocence of a child to where you would defile them to that point, You you don't deserve
0: To be above ground. I'm not saying they need to die, although a lot of people in prison feel completely different. A lot of people in prison like
1: will not hesitate to take the life of a of a child molester, of a child rapist, of a pedophile. They they would not
0: they would not hesitate to do that. That's actually the one thing that the people on the
1: outside of prison and people on the inside of prisons can both agree on. That when it comes to the Abuse of a child, no. You 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 don't get you don't get to walk free from that. They're either breaking something or they're taking your
0: life. It's as simple as that. And we've heard stories, we've seen it on TV, and we've heard stories about that. This is not a game to them because a lot of those people that are in prison have children of their own, and they wouldn't dare to think to do something like that. If they're in prison for drug possession, it's most likely because they were trying to just make a living. They were really just trying to
1: get money. So they could take care of their family if they have it. Do they want to do it or not? Is Is it usually up to them? But you know, when it comes to the violation of children, no. Like like that's
0: what I think. Most decent. I think even even the most hardened of criminals, even the most hardened of criminals, will at least will at least agree to that. Will at least agree to that. There 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 has to be there's something in
1: you there's something there has to be something in you where the desire for a child in a sexual manner it's it, it's i i can't explain how you can come to that i i, I can't explain how you be, can become attracted how, how you become mentally and emotionally attracted to a child in a sexual manner. Like, I know there's been studies on this on where it comes from, but
0: it, it, it doesn't make sense. And I know a lot of things don't make sense in this world. I understand that. We all live in
1: it. It's 2020. What's happening right now doesn't make any sense. But the desire for a minor, It, 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 it makes it really makes no sense to me. It, it, it doesn't. It is it's highly disturbing. It's highly, highly disturbing. Um, you know, this this is, of course, going in the realm of pedophilia. Pedophilia, which is essentially the sexual attraction towards children. Not to be completely confused with child molestation or sexual molestation. Because
0: oftentimes, those two aren't mutually mutually exclusive. You know, and I will say that there are cases where there's pedophiles out there that don't act on their instincts. I mean, I guess if you want a cookie, I mean, go get you a cookie. But other than that, you know, the fact that you want that you have sexual
1: desires for children, it, it, you, you, I'm, I'm sorry, you probably couldn't be my neighbor. You really probably could not be my neighbor, like if that's what your
0: goal is. And I don't even, I don't even have kids yet, but you probably couldn't really be my neighbor. But as far as sexual molestation is concerned, you know, that goes every which way around. There's a lot of people that can be guilty of sexual molestation. You know, adults can be sexually molested. You know, we've already heard stories about Hollywood and how those things go. So,
1: again, those two aren't mutually exclusive, exclusive. But, you know, a lot of the things that's been going on as far as pedophilia is concerned, is like a lot of them
0: are trying to seek protection from the LGBTQ community which the LGBTQ community is not going to have. I don't know why you thought you were going to seek asylum from them. And here's the truth that a lot of people are not willing to admit about the LGBTQ community. It's, It's really more about love
1: than it is about a sexual desire. A lot of people don't seem to understand that. It's not really about, you know the sexual urges of wanting to be with the same sex. It's the love
0: you have for the sex that you're worth. You're within, depending on what gender you um, abide by. It's a love thing. It's not a sexual thing. And I think that's the one thing, I mean, not to go off on a tangent here, but I think that's the one thing that goes over people's minds when you think about the LGBTQ community. They're just thinking it's all about sex. It's all about engaging in sexual activities with the same sex you have or multiple... People, multiple parties, or you know, transgender and things like that. No, that's about love. The LGBTQ community is about love, that's what they're about. They're not, it's, I mean, the sex part is fun. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, the sex part is fun
1: for everybody except for you know, the people we're talking about right now, but it's really about love for them. You know, parents love their kids, but they're not in love with their kids. If that makes any sense. You know. Parents love their kids.
0: You know. Enough that they will die for them. They will kill anyone to protect them. You know.
1: But to desire. Not only a child. But your child in that manner. Something has to be wrong with you. In order for you to get to that point. In order for you to be in that point. You know.
0: I haven't done any studies. Or done super. Research on pedophilia, just from basically what I've known for throughout the years, and again, like I said, I know there's individuals who classify as pedof- who classify as having pedophilia
1: that don't act on their urges, but that doesn't necessarily exonerate you from this situation. You know, the fact is that you have a desire sexually for children. in my honest opinion, as far as anything goes, when it comes to, like,
0: not even just, you know, pedophilia, sex trafficking, you know, the murder of children. the Children are off limits. That's, the, that's
1: why I titled this the way I titled it. Children, to me, are off limits. Children should be left off the table when it comes to things like this. <clears throat> it's interesting, you know, just going back to certain stories that you read or that
0: you hear. Or even certain movies that you hear or that you watch, you know, you always have these hardened criminals that are, you know, that will pull out the blicky without a second thought and shoot someone. But they draw a line. Usually the line is drawn at women and children, but most of the time it is drawn at children. You know, I'm thinking back to Scarface where Tony was sent to go kill that um, news reporter. Only to find out that his, the news reporter's wife and children were traveling with him to where he was going to give that report. The first thing Tony said was like, no, no women, no children. That's my rule. But they wanted to go ahead with that. And of course he went back on his job and ended up getting killed at the end of the movie. And then even looking at Die Hard with a Vengeance, you know, Simon, you know, is sending out his, um, his henchmen out to go take care of things, um, Samuel L. Jackson's character, um, known as Zeus, he's delivering a bomb that is a suitcase bomb to cops that are actually Simon's goons, and as they're walking away, you know, one of the guys drops the suitcase in, a, in the middle of the, in the middle of the sidewalk, and the other guy's like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "I'm not riding." The other guy, the other guys, like, "I'm not riding with that." Light. Like, like then the other guy was like, "But some kid might pick it up, put it in the trunk again." And then and even
1: towards the end of the movie where Simon was like, you know, John McClane was like there was never a bomb in that school to begin with. He's like, you know, and then Simon was
0: like, I'm not a monster, although I do sometimes work for monsters. Again, he has a he has a bit of a code too. The general consensus is the reason why children are off limits is because they are not directly involved in the situation that's going on today. They don't really have a say in what's going on. They're children. The only thing they should be concerned about is having a good childhood, getting good grades, and figuring out what they want to be by
1: the time high school gets here and life starts to chew them up and spit them out like it does most adults. Children only have one job. It's to be children. That's their job. And
0: anytime society does anything to derail that, you're putting your child in extreme danger more than you can ever imagine.
1: So, as far as pedophiles is concerned, you know, I you cannot, you cannot, again, I, 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 you couldn't be my neighbor.
0: You might be a really cool person, too. You might be the dopest person I've ever met.
1: But, and I know we're not supposed to pass judgment, but, it's it's not. It's one of those situations
0: where, you're like, no, you're 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 threatening, you're threatening, the well-being, psychological and emotional well-being of a minor. I I can't. No one sits well with that. Absolutely, no one sits well with that. So, um, I mean, but getting back to Jeffrey Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell, you know, these two are linked to a lot of different high figures and. Politics, a lot, a lot of high figures in entertainment. You know, I don't know a lot of the names of the people who have visited Pedophile Island, but some names have been dropped. I mean, Ghislaine Maxwell has been linked to Prince Andrew of um British Parliament. If I'm saying that right, I don't really know British politics like that. But you know, Prince Andrew. I believe Bill Clinton has been name dropped a few times. A lot of other different celebrities. It's. It's it's scary when you think about it. It's extremely scary. Especially how deep this can go and how subtle we miss a lot of these cues from a lot of these people, you know, that talk about these kids the way they do. Um and again, this sex trafficking thing is a big pandemic within itself. Sorry, I gotta turn the fans on here. So warm. Yeah, there we go. You know, I mean just again to get into the statistics of sex trafficking of minors. Sex trafficking involves transporting someone into a situation of exploitation. This can include forced labor, marriage, prostitution, and organ removal. Organ removal is another big one that a lot of people are not talking about, too, but that'll, we'll save that for another time. This kind of exploitation is known by different names, human trafficking, trafficking of persons, and modern slavery. Um, it's estimated that internationally there are between 20 million and 40 million people in modern slavery today. Estimates suggest that internationally, about 0.04% of survivors of human trafficking cases are identified, meaning that the vast majority of cases in human trafficking go undetected. This is true. And most of you are probably familiar with the phenomenon that was taking place, I believe, last year. I want to say it was last year about white vans being placed all over the place and people being afraid or, or well, rightfully so being afraid of their children being picked up and snatched and placed in white fans and being sold into sex trafficking. That's a legit fear. A lot of people make jokes about it, but it's a legit fear. Now, oftentimes, it's not always a white fan. That has to be the case. But it's still a legit thing to worry about. Um, human trafficking earns global profits of up to $150 million, $50 billion a year for traffickers. billion of which comes from the commercial sexual exploitation. Like everything else in this world, it's all about that dollar bill. Everything is big business, including crime. It's big business. (laughs) Globally, an estimated 71% of enslaved people are women and girls, while men and boys count for 29%. These are statistics, folks. Estimates suggest that about 50,000 people are trafficking to the U.S. each year, most often from Mexico and the Philippines. This, I can honestly believe. In 2018, over half, specifically one, 51.6% of the criminal human trafficking cases active in the United States were sex trafficking cases involving only children. I guess because it's def- they're, they're essentially defenseless, they can't really defend themselves. So they're easy targets or something. Reports indicate that a large number of child sex trafficking survivors in the United States were at one time in foster care system. This actually brings up an interesting point that I was that I was was not going to bring up, but since the statistics brought it up, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring it up if I could just find it for one second. But I th- I think it just had to do with the um of how certain aspects of, like, you know, welfare and underprivileged families, especially children, get put through a system, and again, you know, get put through a system where no one's really looking out for them. They have to really pretty much um, take care of themselves, and then one way or another they get roped into the sex trafficking ring, and then there's, like, no way out for them to do. (laughs) nowhere out for them you know advocates report a growing trend of traffickers using online social media platforms to recruit and advertise targets in human trafficking this i believe as well uh everyone unfortunately everyone especially a lot of kids has some form of social media or or another whether it's tiktok snapchat um whatever um even instagram to a degree you know and they get solicited and they get approached by them a lot of these people posing as like, you know, business models and things like that. You know, it, it gets it gets to a point where, you know, we you really have to be mindful of your kids' social media, um, involvement. You know, I've always said that, you know, when I have kids, and depending on what kind of technology we have at the time, you know, they're not going to be have they're not going to have access to any social media until maybe they're in high school. And I would say, I mean, I mean, yeah, they're gonna have technology in, in order to keep in contact and stuff, you know. I mean, and of course, I'm gonna trust my kids to do the right thing, but just to be on the safe side, you know. I mean, we'll probably cross that bridge when we get there. <laughs> but you have to be careful because it's not only just about teaching them who to be, be mindful of. Um, but you know, there's th- there's a lot of aspects to look into, you know. Um. Um, the average age of a teen enters the sex trade in the U.S. is between 12 to 14 years old. Many victims are runaway girls who are as sexually abused as children. And that's a big part of it that a lot of people are missing. That is a big part of it. Um, and how they usually stay teaching starts at home. That This is one of those things, you know. Oftentimes a lot of sexual abuse and sexual molestation. Most of the time it happens within the family. It's just like how, you know, you're more likely to be double-crossed or, I mean, it's like what people say, you're more likely to be abused and raped by someone you know than someone you don't know. It's not oftentimes that strangers are actually the ones you need to be worried about. Honestly, I mean, honestly speaking, you you probably hear more stories of strangers helping people than they are hurting people. Like it, it it's it's really that point right now where you're more prone to hearing a stranger being more helpful and heroic than a person you know, you know. So you know, it's it, whether it's again, it can be a cousin, an uncle, or an aunt. They're they're not off limits either. You know, your parents, you know, unfortunately, a lot of things like that start at home. And it's really sad to think about. Um, there's There's actually been quite a few celebrities that have been speaking out against and exposing sex trafficking and pedophilia. You know, there's been
1: a lot of them. Some
0: of them, unfortunately, have taken their own lives before they can finish their work, but they're still notable nonetheless. Um... Corey Feldman has been at the forefront of his campaign to expose the sex, the pedophilia, the pedophile ring, sex trafficking ring within Hollywood. You know, a lot of these child actors, you know, a lot of them get put through the proverbial ringer as child stars to get into the next thing. You know, they're exposed to like certain things that they shouldn't be exposed to, you know, required to do this in order so you can get that. It's not just adults. It's really, it's really, 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 it really, it goes deep. It goes deep. You know, it really goes deep. You know, but Corey Feldman, but Corey Feldman really, really put himself out there, you know, and he still continues to do so. He still continues to put himself out there as a voice for those who have been through what he's been through. He's been on many talks. He's talked about this a great deal on what he's been trying to expose as far as, like, you know, the pedophilia and sex trafficking within Hollywood. Um, He, I mean, he lost his friend, you know, Corey Haim, the other Corey, because Corey Haim couldn't really deal with, you know, the trauma of that. So Corey Feldman, he's, he's really... He's really, you know, really out there trying to take care of this. Stuff. Um, Ricky Martin he's spoken up. Ashton Kutcher he's 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 went to Congress to speak about this and his experiences. Jenna Jameson you know talked about how she was abused you know before she got into the porn industry. You know Isaac Happy, Avicii, Chris Cornell, Chester Bennington, Anthony Bourdain. These are all the celebrities. These are the come of the couple of celebrities that have, um, you know, s- begun working on exposing a lot of these high profile celebrities and stuff that are involved in the sex trafficking or pedophilia rings and stuff, but they didn't get the chance to finish their work, you know, and we've heard other stories about different celebrities. Um, the most recent one that come out was um, a story from Brooke Shields about how she was photographed at 10 years old, nude for Playboy. Um, that's, um, and her mother was okay with it. Now, how, I mean, it's obviously true. It is obviously true. People have been sharing pictures and stuff. I mean, in good taste, they've been sharing pictures. But, you know, it, it, it can start off as something as that. It can start off, it can start off that way. It could really start off that way, but, you know, it can it can evolve into so much more and so many people become damaged by the stuff. You know, they become jaded. They shut themselves off in the rest of the world. And then it just it just gets it just gets progressively worse. It gets progressively worse after that. I don't know. Like I said, in two thousand twenty, I'm at a point right now where there has to be It's not going to be the higher-ups that are going to try to fix this thing because they're profiting from it. They're, they're profiting from it. You know, it, it is what it is. Um, we're going to have to start really making a conscious effort to really start protecting these children. I mean, not. I mean, you can't shield them from everything. You just can't. That's not how the world works. That's not how growth works. Children have to learn on their own um but we have to start really really making sure we defend these children we have to make sure that they are put at the forefront of not being exposed to certain things like this i really hope galaine maxwell i hope her documents reveal some more names that are prominent and if any, if cancer culture should be served for anything, it should be served for this. You know, you know, cancer culture has been cancer culture. Cancer culture has been steadily attacking people for things that they said in the past, things that they have said in the past. Now, what you say and what you do are completely different things. You know, a lot of us tend to believe that actions speak louder than words. You know, now. Am I saying that some of the stuff that these people were saying back then weren't, were were bad? Yeah, but they were probably, but again, and I spoke about this in my Cancer Culture podcast. You know, when you, when you make it your sole mission to destroy someone for something they said in the past, you're not allowing for people to grow and understand that the things they said were ridiculous, that the things they said were very, very detrimental, very disrespectful, and if they haven't learned from that, then maybe they they, they don't need to be on social media, but if they have grown and learned from those mistakes, from those verbal mistakes, you know, let them grow and learn, learn to understand them. Now, again, those are words. When it comes to actions, when it comes to actually acting on certain, these certain things, then it becomes a problem becomes a real problem and we have we that's what we have to, we have to be about action again again it's not just about teaching you know these kids what to look out for it's not just about that it's about making sure that children understand that there's a lot worse than this than what we're than what then what can what, what we can actually teach them you know like I'm here at the point where it's like, you know, we're teaching kids how to defend themselves at like variety school. We're teaching them how to defend themselves, but it's not going to be enough. They have to, they, they have, to, first of all, first and foremost, they have to know who, who has their back. They have to know who, who they can go to as far as like being protected and being backed up. They have to know. And that's the other part of it too, because... While you have some parents that go a little bit overboard while backing up their children, you have some that don't back up their children at all. And a lot of the children children are left to defend themselves for real. So then it becomes a point where it's like, how do we win back the good graces of the children that we let down? How do we win it back? We start by really going full-fledged into this fight against sex trafficking and, you know, pedophilia and, you know, human trafficking and things like that. We have to go all in. We have to make it very clear that that we're not going to stand for that. We have to put it in a space. We have to call these things out. This is where cancel culture comes into play. This is your time now where you have to put those people on notice that are, you know, they're they're essentially looking to damage and destroy a child physically and emotionally and psychologically just to suit their own sexual desires. And I'm not going to stand for it. I'm making it clear right now. I'm making my stance that I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna, you know. I'm not first. Of, first and foremost, I'm not gonna dismiss a child that makes a claim like that. I haven't had children make that claim to me, you know, about it. But if a child does come to me and make a claim about it, then we're gonna investigate it. We're gonna go. We're gonna go into it. You know, we can't. You know, just like how we really need to believe. Our women, especially our black women, in the when it comes to situations of rape, we have to listen to our kids too. You know, we we have to have this is the point now where we have to have these difficult conversations with them. You know, you can't really sugarcoat it either. You have to talk to them like, listen, have you ever been touched in a way that you didn't feel comfortable? What happened? You have to, and you have to go through with it. If it, if, especially if it, especially if it's a family member, if it's a family member, you have to know that you can't sweep that under the rug. And there's been plenty of stories about that where family members would rather sweep a rape or a sexual abuse under the rug because it's family as opposed to protecting your child or whatever family member was abused. No, that's not how this is going to work anymore. We have to put these things on notice. We have to put these things on blast. And again, I hope the records that blame. Maxwell has. I hope they are super exposed because everybody needs to be outed. Everybody needs to be outed, and cancel culture needs to step in to make sure these people are dealt with. It's as simple as that. It has to be. They have to be dealt with. I'm I'm joining the war against sex trafficking and pedophilia. I'm joining the war. I mean, this is the geek side of me talking. But if I could suit up and go out there and stop these things, I would. <laughs> I really would. I would suit up put on a suit, put on a superhero suit and get get to work. I would literally do that. But until such things become a reality, I'm going to use my words and use my position of whatever to allow these people to continue to live their lives knowing that they destroyed multiple others, especially young lives. We're not going to allow that to happen. We're going to make sure that these people are brought to justice. It's as simple as that. We have to make sure that these people are brought to justice and we can definitely take them down. Uh, All that being said, I'm going to wrap this show up. Um, Thank you guys for watching and listening. Um, I know it kind of seemed like I was going off on a few tangents and a lot of things didn't seem like it was in order. But, you know, I wanted to expose those people. I wanted to talk about those people who have been at the forefront and trying to get these things you know more looked at and more noticed we need to put certain people on blast and we need to just we need to defend our kids we, we we just need to defend our kids that's really what it comes down to we have to defend our children and the only way we can defend our children is by being advocates for them that's what we have to do we have to be advocates for our children in any case you know, if you're watching this post, your comments in the comment section below. Let me know what you think about this. If you're listening, please share your thoughts. Um, I'm pretty sure the other streaming podcasts on services allow you to share your thoughts to a degree. If you like what you, if you like what I had to say, hit the thumbs up. If you didn't, hit the thumbs down. Share this with all your friends, and of course, subscribe and follow if you enjoy what you see and hear. I'll be back again next week with another different topic. Let me know if there's something you want me to talk about specifically, and I'll be glad to do so. I'm out.
1: Peace.